I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Today's episode is a bonus episode. I hope you enjoy it. And please make sure to tune in Monday for a brand new episode of Kara Golden Show. Enjoy. Entrepreneurs Enigma is a podcast for the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. So the wins and the fails that we all face being entrepreneurs, how we learn from adversity. Every week I talk to a different entrepreneur with a story to tell. I'm Seth Goldstein. Come with me on the journey. This is Entrepreneur's Enigma. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Entrepreneurs Enigma podcast. Today I have the one, the only Kara Golden of Hint Water, where you can go find at drinkhint.com. She's also the author of Undaunted. I'm no one can see this, but I'm sporting the hat. Thank you, Kara, for the care package. Of course. And uh, and it, it's amazing. Hint is delicious, but there's no sugar in it. And I'm like, huh? It's water with essence in it, and it's amazing. Like I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. I'm saying like, like literally, I like sugary drinks, and it's like okay. And the crisp apple one has a little tinge of something, but if there isn't something. It's just it's refreshing. Yeah, it's tasty. I'm like, this is awesome. So maybe I'll actually awesome. get me to drink water for once instead of iced tea. There you go. You could be a spokesperson for Hint. <laughs> there you go. So anyhow, Kara, thank you for being on the show. This is a Absolutely. real thrill for me. And and then she's drinking her hint right now. She just took a sip of her hint. She's of course. She, she, you have to show your own product. You have to. Well, if you I with Lacroix, I'd be like, wait, what? No. Yeah. What What am I doing? Well, it's funny. It's uh, in our garage. Uh, we live right next to a state park, and oh, so wow. anyone knows where we live. Uh, you know, is always like, oh, shoot, I forgot my water. And then they stop by our house and they ring the bell and and, yeah, and stock up. So it's, uh, you know, not usually strangers, but, uh, but friends, friends and family that are like, oh, Kara's here. Yeah. They always always have water in the garage. I forgot my water. (laughs) And then I think think, because I read your book and they seem like they're like your biggest cheerleaders along with Theo, your husband. Because they like, are. You got your kids to drink water. Like, yeah. I'm, I, like, my kid doesn't drink water. I haven't tested Hint yet. I will, will report back because he doesn't drink water. He drinks iced tea, which is bizarre. And yeah. he, drinks, he, he drinks a lot of milk. He, he's a spokesperson from the dairy industry. <laughs> How old is he? He's nine. So he's, it's, he's at that stubborn yeah. age. So anyhow. It's, it's interesting. The number of uh, parents that... I've talked to who have said that they thought they discovered it and then they would ask their kids eight or nine definitely into high school and in college like oh look I found this drink Uh, you know it makes you um, 
let's just put it this way. They think that their parents are out of touch because they've yeah. known about him for a while. They're it's the uh, head we yeah, and they they know all about it. So it's it's great. I think, you know, the younger generations, I mean, today Gen Z uh, oh, yeah. really Absolutely. does want to be drinking water and they're especially mm-hmm. if they're active, they're doing any type of sport, they're starting to question why was I putting all the sugar in? I just don't Or the chemicals. I mean, honestly, sometimes the sugar is better than the chemicals, which is ironic. That's true. And it's the last thing you want when you're trying to recover. You're, uh, you've got a tough game. You're sweating outside. The you last don't drink thing. the sugar. Yeah. No, because you feel nauseous, right? And so we've become this drink for a lot of different teams that are baseball, lacrosse. I hear it all the time. They're like, oh, do you know about this team in, you know, New Hampshire? And that's 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 all they drink. Yeah, so it's really, it's fun. It's uh, pretty cool how it's got sort of this viral effect that I don't exactly know how it got there, but I'm not surprised. We're going to take a quick break here from our sponsors and get right back to the show. LinkedIn believes B2B marketing can be B2B brilliant, B2 Bold, and B2 Breakthrough. How? With a platform purpose-built to make B2B marketing mean more for your business. A platform with tools to help you build better relationships with your key customers, to boost your buyer's journey while building your brand. A platform with trusted data and lead generation you need to beat your KPIs, drive ROI, and stand out amongst the competition. And with the targeting tools on LinkedIn, you can reach your precise audience right down to their job title, company name, location, and more to make sure your ads are always seen by those who matter. So let's get ready to be too boldly go where no marketer has gone before because LinkedIn is where B2B is everything you can be. Rethink your B2B marketing ads and get $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn. Claim your credit. That's LinkedIn.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. So to go back to the beginning. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn, quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip, Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years, helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. 
The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. Beginning, well, not the very beginning, but you grew up in Arizona, went to ASU, got out. Correct. It was very ambitious, which is a great thing. Said, I'm going to go work at Fortune. Uh-huh. Instead, you end up working with time, right? It was time you ended up working with, but like same yep. conglomerate. And, you know, 
Do you think that 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 was the start of the entrepreneurialness that you had that the go getterness? I'm not sure if that's a word, Roy, but you had like I'm going to get to this point. You were determined to get to where you wanted to go. Do you think that helped you with Hint? Sure. I always talk about one's journey helps them to get where they are today. But you don't think about it when you're in it. For me, I wanted my first job out of college, and I think my dad always instilled in me that brands win. And he always really believed, uh, he had founded a company called Healthy Choice inside of mm. ConAgra. And he always really believed in brands. And mm -hmm. so he instilled in my head, like, you should go and work for a brand. Because even if it doesn't work out, when you're interviewing somewhere else, they remember the brand. And then they'll actually listen to you. Mm, and you have that weight behind you, which is great. Right, right. And so I think that was sort of, you know, definitely impactful for me. But I think also negotiating with my parents. Look, I was the last of five kids. And oh, you so had to negotiate. My, yeah. My parents were so good at, in my mind at saying no. I mean, wow, it was I'm like, hey, good. dad, can I go to a party on Friday night? No. Okay, why? You just can't. And I'm like, well, that's not really an answer. And you sound so, like my son. That's exactly yeah. like my son will never accept a straight no. Yeah. So my dad used to why. say, exactly. My dad used to say, you know, Kara, the problem with you is that when I say maybe to you, you're like halfway out the door going and doing what I was not <laughs> really sure about because you were like, well, you didn't that's say a, no. That's almost a yes. Yeah. Right. And again, I was good at negotiating. My dad yeah. and the rest of my siblings, I think, thought I'd be a lawyer because yeah. I was constantly thinking about how do I yeah, figure exactly. out how to get. Them. But it also extended to, you know, my parents were both working. We had mm -hmm. five kids. Uh, oh, five we were, kids. Wow. At a very young age, I was figuring out what I wanted to do and how I could do it. So things like, uh, I was just telling this story to my son the other day where my thing was gymnastics. And mm -hmm. so I had to get to gymnastics all the way across town. The bus system wow. in Scottsdale, Arizona was not really existent. And, yeah. and so my, my sister would swim on the other part of town. And then my brother oh, no. would be in football or baseball or whatever. And so I was always the one that was saying... Okay, I need mom to pick me up at mm -hmm. six o'clock and she needed to be two more places. And wow. she and and so I would say, okay, well, who else go who else can give you a ride? And my brother and sister were really good at saying, I don't know. And so yeah. I'm like, okay. So I would get the phone numbers of like oh, the well, other you, people you, you on the Uber team. your siblings around. Well, I would, I would figure it out. Like I'd organize it in order to get it done. And then some, I mean, sometimes I would also, you know, figure out that there wasn't going to be anyone. So then I had to go figure it out. So for yourself, for, for myself. Right. But I, wow. it was very rare that I couldn't figure it out. And I think That's that awesome. those kind of skills at a mm. really young age was they stick with you too. Yeah. And then I would always, if I just couldn't figure it out, my parents were always there. 
to help me figure it out. But like, I almost viewed it as fun. Like it was a puzzle to go figure it out. And so Mm -hmm. when I was going to actually find my first job, it was like an extension of the puzzle. I mean, I wanted to be in journalism Mm -hmm. and, you know, people are like, wait, you're going to New York. I mean, how are you going to get there? And I'm, I'm like, well, I'm not going to drive. I mean, I'm going to fly there. Arizona to New York. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, and I had some savings and I had, uh, I, you know, we didn't have Expedia or Orbitz back no. then. So I went down the street to my local travel agent. And um, I mean, it's a crazy story because I knew I wanted to go to all these different cities yeah. and try and find a job. And, uh, and also kind of, I thought I wanted to be in journalism, but I didn't have experience, so I wasn't oh. sure whether or not I was going to get hired. I knew I wanted to work for a brand, but I thought, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm just going to get really good at interviewing. And so yeah. I went to a local travel agent and said, look, there's certain legs that I definitely, I have interviews set up uh, for to go and meet with people like New York, but if I can afford it, I want to go to all these different cities. So I want to go from Phoenix to LA to San Francisco, Chicago, Boston, and New York. I knew I wanted to live in a big city and you know, everybody, including me was thinking I probably had to cut some legs, but the travel agent called me back and she said, it'll be $472. Wow. And I'm like, wait for one leg. No, all of it. And so I was, that's a good travel agent. (laughs) But I was super sure that they made a mistake. And even $472, I thought it would be two grand to do the whole thing. And I was going to have to cut some legs off or whatever. But it was $472. And I had enough on my, actually, my American Express that I got in college. I had enough left on my Amex to charge it. And so... I I did it really thinking that I was going to say, well, you know, you told me it was 472 and, you know, and I bought the ticket already. I kept thinking even when I showed up at the airport that there was going to be some problem, but but it wasn't in the rest of the history. It wasn't and I got to New York and and uh I never stayed in a hotel. Uh I ended up finding friends or uh or parents of friends yeah. of mine. Um, because I, you know, something else I also share with people, especially college students. I'm like, look, you're in a position where if you go find a friend, uh, who, you know, is from Chicago and you see you, they go to their parents and they say, Kara's interviewing for a job. And she was wondering if she might be able to stay for one night. And, you know, of course not. Right. It's not like I'm there to, you know, party and have fun. I'm actually interviewing for a job. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they and so that's what I did. And I always had enough money to pay for flowers or a bottle of wine. Um, So and I make the bed and all that kind of stuff. So I was a nice guest at all the places. But what I realized is, uh, you know, if you ask for help, along the way you figure out a lot and you know most of these parents were thought it was pretty darn cool that i yeah. went to, Why you that doing I was doing? yeah yeah exactly my friends probably hated me in some cases uh <laughs> like, you know wow. that they were like wait what's she doing hey kara here we are thrilled you are listening with us and i hope you're enjoying this episode 
I have had the pleasure of interviewing so many amazing guests over the past few years, and there are so many more to come. I cannot wait. And my focus is on entrepreneurs and CEOs, real innovators and leaders who are making a difference. That's what I'm looking forward to bringing you. One of the reasons I enjoy interviewing many of my guests is that I get to learn. We all need to hear stories that teach us to be better, inspire us, and help us get through those challenging moments. I can't remember the last time I had a guest that didn't leave me feeling like a major hurdle had been overcome. We just don't hear these stories enough. And when we do, we learn to be smarter and stronger. Don't you agree? Episodes are concise but packed with amazing info that you will surely be inspired by. Do me a favor and send me a DM and tell me what you think about each interview that you get a chance to be inspired by. And if you are so inclined, please leave one of those five-star reviews for The Kara Golden Show on one of your favorite podcast platforms as well. Reviews really, really help. Now, let's get back to this episode. But yeah, so that was, uh, you know, Fortune Magazine was where I wanted to be. And, uh, mm-hmm. and You've done it didn't work so out. Much. But You've yeah, done, it, I mean, though you didn't get fortune necessarily, you've done so much. You were, you worked the time, not in the journalism department, but you might argue that this is, was better experience in the long run, the circulation manager at time eventually, because you're able to figure out how distribution goes, which you, and you run a beverage company, you got to figure out this distribution. And then you learn some sales at CNN, you know, I mean, and then America Online, I mean, that was like my, one of my favorites. Besides the hint story, it was one of my favorite stories. It's how you had all the swag of AOL because you were the AOL West Coast office. It was your garage. Yes. And this I've is still AOL got for crying out loud. I've still got some umbrellas in uh, my Are you garage. still have umbrellas so still? I still have. In fact, somebody reached out to me who collects... Uh, AOL merchandise, and he's an he's an engineer, I think at Apple, and he's um, yeah, it was really kind of funny, and I said only because I think it's hysterical, like I probably do have an umbrella for you, so um, I've got to send it damn, to him. Sure, That's I know. Awesome. I I know. So anyway, so what is the what's the I mean, you've done the corporate world. And then you decided with Theo to go out and do Hint. What is the best thing? And actually, I'll, I'll pair these questions together. What's the best thing and the worst thing about being an entrepreneur? So, you know, it's funny. I didn't intend on being an entrepreneur. I was uh, quite happy sort of on my path that I was on. I mm-hmm. started as as you mentioned at Time magazine and you know one of the things that uh, I realized as I was working at Time, I didn't call it culture back then, but I realized mm-hmm. that I didn't sort of fit into the mold um, that they wanted me to fit into. So they wanted me to um, you know not everybody, but many of the people thought that, people who rose through the ranks should go to business school and should mm-hmm. um, should be at, come from Ivy League schools. And so I thought I'm going to need to make a decision about that 
Um, mm-hmm. I can't make a decision about going to an Ivy League school, but I can make a decision about going to business school or not. And that's when I was recruited to go and work um, at another media company called CNN. And I had yeah, a small, CNN. small little agency, a small little media company. But it was small. <laughs> I mean, it was, you it know, it, yeah. it was 40% of the U.S. It was 12% internationally. Wow. And so it was small, but, you know, probably... Another thing that I learned about that was founder-led companies, right? Mm -hmm. And there's this energy in a founder-led company. And Ted Turner was primarily in Atlanta, but he came into New York. And when he came in, came off the elevator, you knew he was here. I mean, there was this larger-than-life, very different culturally than what I was seeing at time. time, There's no founder um, because it's a very old company. They're long gone. Yeah. Right. And, um, but great in terms of quality and brand and lots of things there. I learned a lot in circulation actually about direct to consumer and subscriptions Mm -hmm. and how to like watch consumers. Yeah. All of that kind of stuff. But I think that my first, taste of actually seeing uh, an entrepreneur in action and a founder in action was CNN and and Ted Turner. And there were days that we didn't know whether or not it was going to make it. I mean, sort of the big guys were ABC and NBC and big network TV, like the the news, that's who we were competing against. Mm -hmm. And, but Ted believed. And so something I I take away from many, many things that I took away from my experience at CNN, but one of the things that I take away from that experience in particular was that Ted was always larger than life, high energy, putting stakes in the ground around mm-hmm. the fact that CNN will be around the world and that yeah. the world needs the same news feed. It doesn't matter what the politics are or Mm -hmm. they need the same news feed. And there were times when we were like, I don't know. But then when, you know, I happened to be there when uh, there was a major leader um, who learned that uh, his country was being bombed from CNN. And that was wow. like the hockey stick, right? I mean, all of a sudden, every ad agency wanted to talk to us because I was in sales. And That's so awesome. being able to experience the hockey stick and see that was pretty exciting. When I moved from New York out to San Francisco, um, my husband was getting into technology law and everybody said, mm-hmm. go west. That's where it's going to happen first. It'll, yeah. event- it'll eventually happen in, the, in New York City, but for now, go west. And that was when I started to think about what brands are in the Bay Area. It, to me, mm-hmm. it felt like the main thing that was in San Francisco was tech. And I wasn't mm-hmm. tech. I was media. I didn't want to work in media outside of New York City because I felt like it's a very different a satellite office versus mm-hmm. the mothership office to me just felt like ah maybe I could do that but wasn't as as interesting but and, I, I find I find it fascinating I'm looking at your LinkedIn I'm cheating I'm cheating I'm looking at your LinkedIn yeah no go for it but then you then you go to AOL 
and really you're at the quintessential entrepreneur that, that took their experiences. Like it seems like everything happened for a reason. Maybe yeah. in, the, in the moment you didn't like know it was happening for a reason. You're like, I'm just, I'm at a job and I'm enjoying it. All right, time to leave. Let's go to this next job. But it seems like every, you've taken every experience, you know, circulation, sales, electronic commerce and shopping, e-commerce. I mean, your site is beautiful and works. I mean, you, you know, a lot of, I know a lot of entrepreneurs. And I work with a lot of entrepreneurs when they have an idea, but they can't execute the website very well. Like, yeah. Your site works because you get it. I'm sure you have a whole team that gets it too. But like at the top, you have to make sure that the the person, the the stakeholders get it. And your site was, I mean, I just got three cases of Hint Water and it was easy peasy to do. So thank you. Well, and so I, I think for, for me, just kind of going back to your original question, I didn't know I was going to be an entrepreneur, but having worked for, um, entrepreneurs. Um, I was actually part of an acquisition mm-hmm. um, with AOL, so I didn't actually interview at AOL. I I was with a company that was a spin out of um, of Apple that was actually a little known Steve Jobs idea that wow. I figure out how to actually get an interview at Apple. Coupled with the fact that it was like a hundred miles away, it was in Cupertino versus yeah. San Francisco, where I was living. So I ended up um, cold calling. I picked up the phone Here's after the Walt Mo- Walt Mossberg in the Wall Street Journal wrote about this little CD-ROM company that was mm-hmm. doing something pretty cool that would actually change the face, maybe. Of e-commerce, and I it was so it, was, it wasn't e-commerce; it was CD commerce, which I thought yeah. I, I saw and it I and I laughed. And my wife looked at me and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "I told her she, that was really cool for back then." Yeah, and know? I was just intrigued by it, and so I picked up the phone. I and again, like I didn't intend on going and getting a job. I just asked this guy if he'd go grab coffee with me. I figured mm-hmm. if nothing else, maybe I'd know one person. Maybe he'd give me some ideas on how to get a job in tech. And the first thing out of his mouth was, uh, so what were you doing in New York? And I said, oh, I worked for uh, this company called CNN. And he said, what's Ted Turner like? And here he had worked for Steve Jobs. And I was fascinated. Oh, wow. That is a interesting conversation. Yeah. And it was an interesting conversation. And he was saying, like, what did you learn? And, you know, he's a little bit older than me and had sort of been at Apple um, for a yeah. while and knew Steve pretty well. And and so for me, it was, um, you know, it was sort of like trading stories and he was interested in what I had experienced and been through and I was interested in what he had experienced and been through. And then I said, so wait, how do you guys make money? And he said, well, we haven't <laughs> figured that out yet. And I said, really? <laughs> like, how, how? I mean, this yeah. is amazing because at CNN, we were all concerned about making money. Like, Ted Turner wanted to make money. And yeah. he was like, well, we're just developing the product. And, he, and I whole said, whole different mindset. Whole different mindset. And I said, well, uh, huh, that's interesting. I mean, do you worry about not having a job pretty, pretty soon? And he's like, no, not really. Maybe you should come and like help us figure out how to make money. And I'm like, Sure. And then the next thing I knew, I had a job offer to run this thing called business development. And 
I figured, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, maybe I get fired. You know, they maybe it's an experience. And all of a sudden, one of our investors was this company called America Online. And I'll, I'll never forget. I mean, this is a crazy story. I'll never forget they're in our office. And uh, Ted Leonsis, who was the president of America Online for many, many years, and, you know, he's really intrigued with the product. They're a major investor um, in the company. And, you know, he, after a while, was just like, maybe we should just acquire you guys because you've got all these relationships mm-hmm. with all these catalogers. And, you know, that was when, if you remember AOL, where there was, you know, these buttons where there was news mm-hmm. and sports and that sort of a channel strategy. Yeah. And I, and I thought, um, I was like, well, maybe you should. And he was like, have you been on America online? And this was prior to them sort of doing this graphical like fix of their site. And I said, you know, actually I'm not going to lie. I, I was on CompuServe. And I mean, I remember Ted like was like, really? And I said, so why aren't you on AOL? And I said, you know, it's just not very graphically interesting. And I mean, that's why I really like the CD-ROM because, you know, it was, you couldn't do it back in the nineties. You couldn't do what we do now. You couldn't have hint, you know, drinkhint.com back in the nineties. You couldn't. Yeah. The speed of the computer and, you know, it just wasn't there. And that's where it would never load. (laughs) Yeah. And it really, I mean, I go back to, you know, Steve Jobs. I mean, it was Steve Jobs' idea that if we actually told the consumer to load a disk in the computer and the disk would actually write to the hard drive and the consumer would be told to update, right? Yeah. And that's it. And you didn't and so it it made me appreciate the fact that great products Consumers don't need to know how they work. They need to know the bare bones, basic. If you have a drink, it needs to, you know, Mm -hmm. taste great, all of that kind of stuff. But anyway, long-winded story because (laughs) I felt like with all of these different entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and then that extended into working at AOL, working, you know, with incredible entrepreneurs, including Ted Leonsis and Steve Case and and was – it was an experience of building the puzzle, right? Continuing mm-hmm. to build the puzzle. Back and I think puzzle, that that's yeah. the thing about both being in media and both being in technology is that both of those industries are really tied to getting better, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's how you grow based on, and oftentimes it's, you know, technology needs to get there in order for it the product to actually be better. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I, having worked in that, I kept, I, I had experience searching for how do we get better and constantly mm-hmm. thinking about how do I get better, which is kind of what athletes do, right? How do yeah, I get better? How do I get better? It, it's like if you right. read the book, which everyone should go buy this book, but you read it, look at how you, what you did with Hint, is that you had the jugs of water that you came up with. Then, like, then you would think, I laughed out loud again when Theo had to drink the, the, not dangerous, but the mold in the water, you know, 
to prove that it was safe. Totally. And then they had to totally. solve that problem with the espresso machine and all that good stuff. I mean, you got to read this book. I mean, it, it, it's, it's not just, it's, it's autobiogra- autobiography, but it's, it's, it's so much more. I mean, there's stories and it's, you know, it's about family. It's, it's a great book. I love it. So, you Thank know. you. Here, here's Thank a question you. and then we'll wrap up here. What is the most important thing to carry with you all the time? carry with me all the time besides hint because uh, I besides always have hint. that I always have that bottle in my hand um, you know uh, what do I have in my hand all the time I feel like I have uh, well besides my phone and hand yeah, I everyone have says credit the phone. card uh, yeah. more and more you know with Apple pay it's probably uh, tap less the phone, tap the phone yeah yeah, and just and just tapping it. But what do I have? Um, you know, I I think I think I've I have memories, right? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of memories, and and I'm constantly thinking about things. I'm a big thinker. Um, I'm constantly mm-hmm. thinking about things and connecting dots. And I Solving always that puzzle. And solving the puzzle. And so I'll randomly, I, I go on hikes every morning with my dogs at the state oh, so park. You're right, by, you're right by, you said you're right by a um, I'm a in Marin park. County. Yeah, I'm right next to a state park. There's like 100 acres of trails. And dogs so, must love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm out there, you know, four or five miles at least every every morning. Awesome. And which is great. But it also is my time to sort of think. And I find myself, um, you know, can be somewhat random because I'll just go somewhere where I'll start thinking about things like my experience at time. And I'll be like, oh, that's what that was for. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. really, I, I really love, as Steve, as Steve Jobs used to say, connecting the dots, right? I think mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Um, sometimes there are experiences where... You know, they were challenging. They were um, hard times for me, but I'm like, oh, but there were lessons learned. And, and you know, and mm-hmm. that's what I really try and get across in my book, too, that I think that sometimes my experiences may actually help people think about their own. Oh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. So, Kara, best place to find you online, obviously, drinkhint.com. But, but where else? Where do you hang out a lot online? You know, I, I'm all over all social platforms, even TikTok at Kara Golden. Oh, um, check that one out. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm, I'm on Twitter a lot Twitter's and, uh, yeah, yeah and I'm not into, uh, I, I don't get into politics. I don't get into, you know, religion. You get into water, not hot water. You get the hit water. There you go. I get, well, and I also just get into, uh, I show a lot of my puppy pictures on there. Mm-hmm. I make my puppy was uh, one of my puppies was on my lap last night snoring so loud. You have no idea. I'm like, who is she? Like this is like insane. And people were just cracking up. It's like, yeah. you know, good Twitter thing. She's fun. so cute. Twitter, Twitter, if you do it right, can be a lot of fun. So exactly. you're also on LinkedIn, Kara Golden. What a surprise, you know, exactly. one word, you know, LinkedIn.com slash in slash Kara Golden. So, Kara, this has been so much fun. 
It's so neat Thank to you know you. F- meet you after I read your book, which I felt like I knew you after the book. So this is this is great. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the Kara Golden Show. If you would please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey, including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023. And goodbye for now.